0: Hey guys welcome to the big blue united podcast my name is TJ. i'm here with colin uh no dan dan is in minneapolis minnesota i believe mm. uh yeah i remember earlier we were trying to name things that we knew about minnesota or minneapolis uh we know prince john michael schmitz i said Lawrence maroney and uh colin
1: what do you say bob dylan and thin lizzie uh, no, I Lizzy Lizzie were Irish. Uh, I was uh, the replacements, <laughs> uh, Lizzo, because I guess that's why oh, Lizzo we, she says something about uh, uh, Minnesota Vikings and that that stupid song of hers, but she's I like don't know quasi- any of her music, she's quasi canceled now anyway. So, well, you know,
0: I whatever she you know, I was reading what she was you know, making people do, and it didn't it sounded kind of fun to me. I just don't like bananas, so. I mean, I would not have enjoyed that because I I just really hate bananas. It's like the texture, the flavor. It's the same reason I don't like to drink wheat beer because it tastes like bananas to me, the yeast you know what I'm talking about. Sometimes. You know,
1: oh yeah, I guess it depends on the beer. Yeah, I'm not a big fan. Like the Hefeweizen stuff, like I I don't really, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. One of my least favorite styles, but some people just love it. Yeah. The best one is Allagash White, but. It is. I will have it rarely that that's kind of a summer beer situation like a really cold yeah i I get down but not not normally yeah i I don't i don't want to
0: drink it but um today we'll get into some training camp and whatever else comes to mind um as usual guys you can follow big blue united on facebook x and instagram you can follow BBU pod of the z on x yeah. Is this the stupidest rebrand of all time? You literally had like this brand that you could not put a price tag on. I mean, I guess you could put forty-four billion-dollar price tag on it, and then you changed it to X, and now, <laughs> and my my favorite part is you you got rid of the X videos twi- uh, Twitter handle, so you could take it, so you can name the videos played on your social media site X videos. Congratulations! Not, smart. not no. very
1: smart. Um, did you mention? Side note that this is the first uh, first episode of Oh we're yeah, the season 4 season.
0: episode 1. Here we are. Excited is, to be back. F-
1: 4 years
0: we've been doing this, huh? Or 3 I, years this is starting on the 4th.
1: Yeah, I, I I really can't. I mean, I know it hasn't been that long, but it, I can't believe we're starting the 4th season. It's just flown by and and you know, it's finally starting to sort of feel like things are turning around and I think talking about the the whole training camp so far uh, not getting ahead of oneself, but it's it's nice to feel a little bit good about what's coming, possibly. I mean, um,
0: you have to like what they did with the roster in the offseason, you have to like, you know, the continuity of having uh Daniel Jones in the same offensive system two years in a row. You like, you know, to see what they've added, um, in certain position groups they're deficient in, wide receiver specifically. Moving into uh, training camp this year, so uh, you actually went to training camp, Colin. T- tell us about the experience.
1: What did you see while you were there? Yeah, I, I went. Um, I went with my dad on the uh, on July 30th. It was the Sunday, um, which I was uh, first. I was worried that since it was a weekend day, it was just going to be a madhouse. And this was the first uh, training camp that uh, I had been to since I think Albany, some like 2009 or 10, yeah. or when, whenever that was. Um, and it was right before different. they built a
0: new stadium, I think. that when, Whenever they built a new stadium, then they built the Quest Diagnostic Center at the same
1: time, right? That's and that's ex- when they – yeah. Exactly right. And I think I, I just,
0: went – yeah, 2008, 2009
1: sounds right because I was living yeah. in Albany about that time, yeah. Yes. Um, And that was great, but, like, it's just so much nicer to know I can get up in the morning and not have to drive, uh you know, two and a half, three hours to go to a Giants training camp. And the whole setup is great. I mean, they – Uh, You know, my dad and I, of course, were decked out in in all the 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 clothing that you could need to not get sunburned in because, you know, the vampire stuff. So um, didn't need it. They have uh, these incredibly um, built uh, like temporary stands with fully tented out. It's it's great. And it's. We went on an incredible day weather-wise. I think it was like 75 degrees. And nice. this was before the pads, uh, full pads. So it was just helmet and shoulder pads. And, you know, it was really relaxed. The whole situation, um, you know, we walk in. There's a season ticket holder tent right as soon as you walk in. And, and they give you a um, – you basically present your your ticket and you get a, a free Ba- you get a bag. And I was like, Oh, I wonder what this is. And it's a bucket hat, a reversible bucket hat. It actually rules. I'm pretty pumped on it. Um, yeah. And we just basically, uh, they had some food trucks and stuff, but we just went right to the seats, sat down and just kind of, you know, gotten our let's diagnose every single situation here and, and, you know, see what, I was just fascinated to see the the run of practice because I don't you know you see the videos uh, the highlights from from practice and in giants.com is like you're seeing the catches you're seeing the breakaway runs they're hardly tackling each other but what was really fascinating was just seeing the timing of things and like how Dable runs a practice it's he only has about a little less than two hours because I think that's a, a NFL mandated time. Uh, I believe it's across the board league wise, you're only allowed to practice a certain amount of time. So it's like you got to pack a lot of stuff in in that time. So, you know, you you think back to the kind of practices you had playing football in high school and it's just like completely different. Uh, You think there'd be like a a rhyme or reason to like the order in which they're doing things. And there isn't. It's kind of just like where the personnel is on the three different fields that they were using at a certain time and they bring them together like three times out of the whole practice for like usually a 11 on 11 kind of situation. Um and it was it was fascinating. I mean, I I think one of the biggest things that I read at, at, in articles afterwards is how um and this was different from last year. Dable was constantly throwing different packages of players in with the first team all the time. So you're getting second and third string guys getting first string reps on the regular, which Frankly, love it. I mean, that's just planning for inevitable, you know, injuries. Uh, someone's just playing bad. Someone else has to go in, like that kind of thing. It's like it kind of makes it feel like it's an entire team, and everybody has a chance to to put in a lot of uh, uh, work. So, yeah, it was it was cool. I, I enjoyed it a lot, and it's um, it was certainly fascinating to see Darren Waller. And the Darren Waller show because that's um, that's sure. really it's what it is. Did you have assigned seats there? You just sit wherever. Uh, you know when you buy the ticket, it says general admission and it's it gives you seat numbers, but like you walk up and the security is just like, yeah, wherever you can find a seat. I got you. Yeah.
0: Um. Darren Waller. What was the what was my favorite uh quote about Darren Waller? Wink Martindale. It's like he's eating peanuts off the top of people's heads. Martindale said about watching Waller climb and making catches his defensive backs can't compete with. I saw a real good play of uh, him absolutely dominating Banks who uh, yeah. he makes Tay Banks look like a child.
1: Well, um, funny you say that because it's been very noticeable uh, that Banks is, is slow to uh, yeah. come on board. I mean, he's a rookie. He's, he, it, he said it himself. It He, the game has to slow down for him a little bit. So he's, he's going to be a little bit slower to the uptake. However, you got someone like uh Trey Hawkins who's ripping it up as a sixth rounder that he is the the most exciting
0: part of training camp for me and i was looking this up Colin. When, what 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 do you think was the last time the giants had a sixth round pick that made an impact sixth round pick could you guess you have to go back quite a while
1: uh you,
0: you think in 90s it's 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 uh it would be 2003 sixth round pick
1: uh that's who I decided.
0: Uh, I know who it is. Who is it? It's David Tyree. It is David Tyree. You are right. That's, yes. Good, good job. Good job. That was a hard one. Uh yeah. but yeah. So I mean, just the Giants have been had so much struggle drafting, you know, in the late rounds and having any production of any of these guys. You know, if you look back at the draft classes, you know, essentially none of these people are still on the team. Um, no. so the fact that you know you have a guy coming in as a six-round rookie. And in one of the harder positions to learn in the NFL, you know, probably after quarterback, I think they say corner is like the second hardest to really adjust to. Uh, I'm just like, couldn't be more thrilled that he has potential to, you know, he's been starting with the first unit. He might start this year. We might have, you know, two rookies. And, and you know, it 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 it's telling that they like him so much that they're willing to, you know, give a Dory some um, um, snaps in the slot too, which well, is very interesting.
1: I love that because it's almost like, in a weird way, and I, I know this sounds bizarre and kind of asked backwards but it, it's almost like it. He, uh, Hawkins will have a safety blanket in the slot with a Dory there, if that is, in fact, what they end up trying to do in, in certain packages, which, frankly, if, if Trey ends up continuing this uh, this rise and figuring out the playbook and, you know, showing up every day and, and kind of looking the part and looking like a starter, hey, that's that's fine with me. I, I don't mind having... Uh, the possibility of two um, two rookies starting—that is, if if Banks, you know, starts to put it together, which I think he already has, but it's uh, it's been definitely noticeable that he's a little slow. But I'm not i not worried he's, about that at all. He's
0: had ups and downs. I think you know he he's definitely had flashes of good coverage, good plays. I mean, not everyone's going to come in and and learn the position right away. You know, Sauce Gardner is like a very specific. Wow specific example of like a rarity of a, of a rookie who comes in and kind of just figures it all out right away yeah um you know I like I like did you hear what his nickname is what wink winks nickname for him is for banks yeah no the goldfish why because he oh he oh, forgets. oh no. yes because <laughs> yes. he always whenever he makes a mistake he forgets and comes back up which is you know uh kind of antiquated because I think you can train goldfish I think they like pro- mm. prove that they have memories so uh well
1: that's what they're doing
0: all right, Wink. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I it's just an interesting revamp secondary, and also I think you know, you forget you have Cordell Flott, who was a you know, third or fourth round pick a year ago, you know, potential. Uh, Aaron Robinson, who was you know, the starter, uh, next to a Dory or on the other side of a Dory. I mean, he he didn't play that well, uh, he no. got hurt, but still, you know, you have a person that you you know, potentially would trust, um, to start the game if you absolutely had to, as you know, maybe your third or fourth. Cornerback, um, I think the odd man out here becomes the Darnay Holmes situation. Oh, and, I th- and I think that because it his cap hit is 2.6 mil, the Giants need cap space. I think that's primarily the reason why he might get cut. And you might see, you know, two rookies in the dory starting. Or, you know, you might see Robinson or Flott um, move into that slot position.
1: Well, I mean... The, I've seen a bunch of highlights, and especially on, on the one day we were there, it was very obvious that he—not uh, to you know—go with the fish analogy again, but he looked like a fish out of water, and that, that's because he's more of a zone uh, player. And mm-hmm. you know what Winks all about? He's all about the man uh, with spotty uh, or spotting of zone here and there when it calls for it. But it, he he wants to blitz and he wants to more or less go man when he when he can, um, and he's. He's struggling it's he's getting burned by you know cole beasley's making him look like a fool um which that's an interesting development oh, Qual, too. cole beasley yeah yeah with with a q yeah. um <laughs> hey i not just to, to you know jump to that but like he's you know he's staying after practice building a rapport with with jones uh, he's trying to stick i i, I can't I can't hate the veteran presence of a wide receiver in I mean, a very I just, young room.
0: I just hope that like him staying after practice hasn't deterred him from seeing sound of freedom three to four times in the theater. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So we can always hope, uh, but actually Beasley, I mean, if we want to move over to wide receiver, um, the only other defensive back thing to really mention before we move on, I guess is uh Pinnock. Oh yeah. To be the starter. Um, you know, we were high on Belton. We thought Belton might beat out love last year. So, you know, he, it's a disappointment to me that Belton isn't developing more. Um, but hey, Pinnock, you know he started on the Jets. He, he played for us last year um, a couple of times. People got hurt, so you know I, I think we'll probably see some interesting, you know, maybe three safety sets as well that we saw last year. So total uh, possibility.
1: Just to, to to end on him, that uh, one-handed interception that I was oh yeah, I was, at, I was at that one for oh nice, nice. It did not even look remotely close to as good as it was from where we were sitting, I had to see the highlights afterwards. Like, Holy crap. Like everybody was, was cheering and, and getting insane. And like Waller was just like, you know, all about it. And even though he was the ones who was supposed to be catching the touchdown, but uh, yeah, he's, he's definitely locked himself into a, a, a spot right there, which is interesting too, because it, it's sort of like we have two safeties that are more on the free safety feel. I mean, Pinnock can hit, but he's like, he's definitely a ball hawk. So I don't think we've had quite a uh tandem like that where it's like two center field type uh safeties which frankly in this you know NFL today you need the guys who can cover and and you yeah. know uh, yeah. have the speed to catch up to the guys going deep and and all that kind of stuff. So it's yeah, great. Yeah, you
0: know uh, the days of your boy Williams making the pro bowl uh type player are long gone. Yeah, remember those uh those the horse sleeves?
1: collar sleeves the sleeves Oh yeah, the, the, that he wore, I I right?
0: all know the sleeves and the horse collar tackling. Yeah, he was terrible. That he was the reason why they made that a penalty because that was his like signature move, bozo. Yeah,
1: dirty player, and you know he played for the Cowboys. Uh, He was a what Cowboy and the Lion who were going to be playing this this weekend. So that's uh, Friday. Yeah, they're having a couple joint practices as well. So you know that hasn't
0: happened yet, but good thing to keep an eye on. I'm just I don't know, man. I I was just watching TV other day, and I think I was watching the Yankee game or something, and. Giants Friday, and I was like, oh, my God, football's yeah. back. Yeah. So pumped. Yeah, so in pumped. fact,
1: I don't even think I have plans Friday, so I can actually watch it. That's great. Um, I mean, I have to work, but
0: by having to work, I mean I will sit at the bar and have a beer and watch the Giants game Yeah. yeah. and let all the employees do all the work. Actually – uh- why? Why if you own a business and you don't
1: make everyone else do all the work for you, what's the point? You know. Yeah, I wish I, 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 w- <laughs> I wish I wasn't a one man band and doing all of the work myself. So oh yeah, would, yeah, yeah. I, I would probably. try to do the same. Um, yeah, I might go. Uh, uh, I haven't even told her yet, but uh, I guess she'll hear this. I might go to uh, my mother's. So, Kathy, if uh, you're, you're listening in a day or two, um, I'll probably have told you that I'm coming by. So you'll you'll already hear. This. <laughs> you already have known. <laughs> yeah um no yeah, don't so, tell her don't tell her and and just
0: show up and, sh- and and see if she actually listens to the podcast or not it, nice that'll be the test and yes, then she's the just not home
1: on friday and yes, i just, just... myself. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah to to the offense uh before we yeah let's do uh you want to you,
0: you, well i'm sorry go ahead. go ahead no
1: i before i wanted to to dive into the uh the wide receivers i wanted to add yeah. how how amazingly blatantly obvious and it pumps me up so much that that daniel bellinger is going to be a part of this game plan oh sure i I love it i love it i love the idea of the uh the 12 the 12 group as they call it uh it's it's just gonna be it i mean they're both gonna get split out he'll have his hand in the dirt a little bit more than waller will but like well speaking of which i mean waller's basically going to be the number one wide receiver that's what i gathered from the one He's he's going to be split out more than he's going to be in line. Period. Mm-hmm. It's just what it is. Um, but that said, I don't remember the last time Giants had two tight ends that were, you know, pretty damn good and on the field at the same time. That wasn't just one guy who was just a straight time. blocker. Yeah, I think Darren Waller is probably
0: a, a fantastic late round fantasy pickup this year if uh, he has makes it to be. A late round. I'd have to think. He's a, he's, de- I mean, he might not have a thousand yards, but he's going to score 10 touchdowns or more. I mean, you'd hope anyway if Daniel Jones can pump those numbers up, but he's, you know, looked better this camp. Um, I like, you know, just talking to the offense in general, I like what they're doing. It's very creative, like the whole positionless sort of thing they're kind of doing. We've seen uh-huh. Paris Campbell come out of the backfield, we've seen Saquon catching the ball a little more. Um, yeah, again, you know, moving the tight ends around and stuff. So I just love that we finally have more of the personnel that we know Dable can utilize um, and, and create, get, you know, use his best stuff. Cause we certainly couldn't see it last year. Cause there was really nobody uh, yeah. in the pass catching positions that could really run, you know, th- this sort of offense. But um, I think, you know, after Waller having, you know, a monster camp, you have to look at um, how Jalen Hyatt's been doing as well. Um, he hit 24 miles an hour. Um, so by reference, Usain Bolt's
1: fastest speed was 27 miles per hour. So yeah. He is fast. Yeah, he's he's technically straight ahead speed faster than Tyreek Hill. That's that's like a like a, a recorded fact, which mm-hmm. is kind of insane to think about. So, I don't know. Uh can he put a couple of pounds on just because the NFL is going to be a tough uh, you know, smack in the face one of these first games? Yeah, maybe. I don't think he'll lose speed, but you'll you'll probably see him bulk up over the next season or two. Um but that said, he's not going to be dependent on as being the number one guy from the get-go. You kind of right. already feel that. However, he will be out there often. He's going to be out there often
0: because teams will have to account for his speed, um, whether it's from the outside or from the middle. And that's just going to open up things for everybody. And you forget, too, you know, Paris Campbell is also an extremely fast player. Um, I think he ran like a four three one at the Combine. So, I mean, just having all that speed on the field, plus, you know, a really intimidating Slayton. mismatch. Yeah, Slayton as well. Um, Slayton's been working on his hands, thankfully. I think, you know, everyone's lamented him for that enough over the years. So I hope the the work he's putting in this year, you know, translates to the field. Um, but, I mean, you know, Waller is just an absolute mismatch, you know, basically against anybody he goes against. So if everyone can stay healthy, Hyatt and Paris out there, you know, stretching the field, being quick. Um, and, you know, don't forget Wandell will come back too. He's in the same vein as those two guys as well. Yeah. Um, you know, I just think the offense is just so much more dynamic. And, and everyone, you know, was a little upset they never got, like, a number one receiver, but I think the Waller pickup was just that. You just, just made that
1: point a few minutes ago. I think what... Pro- I mean, I mean they, they traded for him anyway, but, like, I think what sold Waller, you know, it, probably conversations with his agent about the situation was basically, like, you can picture the conversation. It's like, hey, man, you're you're going there to be the number one wide receiver. Like, you're a tight end. Yeah, sure. But, like, you're going to be the number one target there. And he's like, well, yeah, that's, that sounds great. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously I'm, I'm down. Um, that said, uh, you know, the, the, the theme of the last couple of years on this podcast and a lot of the, the uh, the fans in general, anyone who has a podcast talking about this team is it all always goes back to, to Jones. And, you know, I, I don't want to get ahead of myself by any means. And I won't because we know what we have gotten from him in the past, but like. You said he's looking better. He's looked a lot better. And I know it's training camp, and I know it doesn't mean anything until, you know, the bullets start flying as that whole term goes. But, like, you remember reading some of the the reports and the articles on some of these training camp sessions the last couple of years, and it's just like, oh, God, how are we going to have any sort of confidence in this guy? It sounds like he's still putting his, his arm and his brain together to make it make sense. And, like, you're not really seeing that. It's like... He knows what he wants to do, and he's uh, he's almost incorporating all of these new people into his plan of, of how to uh, – and distributing the ball. Like, he's – the checkdowns and the, the third and the fourth read. Like, he's doing the things that we <clears> were like, why can't this guy figure out how to do? It'll be very interesting, uh, you know, from what we see in the preseason for, uh, from him, if we're able to see, you know, albeit uh, in a vanilla – Style offense. If he tries to work on that and show that kind of stuff, and I mean, we won't know until uh, the last preseason game, or the first game, or second game, what he's actually bringing to the table this year. But I don't know. I think this is—it's all set up for him to, uh, you know, either fall on his face or really take the next step from from last year. And I think it's—he couldn't have a better platform to do so. With the better, you know, the, the supporting cast of the the staff and the all the new talent around him, this is it. I think this is. Uh, I so mean, this
0: is this is finally the year where we can evaluate Daniel Jones. Well – fifth his fifth season, and still nobody knows what kind of quarterback he really is.
1: Well, you know what? Not for nothing. There's no excuses anymore. If there were any at all from any of the, the, the morons on on or Twitter or they're whatever. Gonna, they're going to come up
0: with something if he struggles. I know. They're I know. But,
1: but the real ones will know. The real yeah. ones will know. And that's I all mean, that matters.
0: They paid him. He's our quarterback. You know, I, I hope that he's going to improve. And and he should. Um, especially, you know, you'd have to think the offensive line is going to take a step forward. You Obviously, we mentioned the pass catching group and Waller specifically. I mean... The, the thing about Jones is like he needs to throw more than 15 touchdown passes. Yeah. And the fact that, you know, he's getting paid $40 million a year and he really, you know, hasn't been that prolific of a passer over his career. Um, you know, it is what it is. I, I trust, you know, Shane, I think we all kind of have seen how much better he's been as GM than, you know, the last one was. Um, I mean, not that that's hard. I think you and I could probably have been in better GMs than, than Gettleman, but, um, We'll see what happens. I mean, I'm really looking forward to just seeing how the offense comes together. And I think you know, Evan Neal has looked a lot better in camp. Um, yeah. Andrew Thomas is just a monster. And by the way, him being left off the NFL top 100 list is an absolute crock of, so of caca.
1: That that is the continuous let's hate the Giants uh, situation. That's like, oh no, Giants suck for 10 years. Yeah, we're not putting anybody in the top 100. Dexter yeah, to Lawrence
0: was like 17, right? But he was the he pretty much the second best. Defensive tackle in football. Andrew Thomas was the third ranked tackle and they had Werfs on there, like and he was the seventh ranked tackle. So I don't know who's who's coming up with these lists, but
1: oh uh it's it's probably um Dan Graziano. That's probably yeah, I mean, you know, if
0: you really want to look at look at the grades, it's not accurate at all. And the fact that like not even top one hundred when you're you know the third best offensive tackle in the NFL. Where that's was he bizarre. ranked? What was
1: the actual number? Who Andrew Thomas? Oh, he it's on only the hundred. So they didn't like put anything. No. Yeah. And now. apparently
0: he didn't, he didn't even, I, I read that he wasn't even in like the 10 runner ups either.
1: Yeah. Someone, someone screwed up there just because they were Stupid. a mediocre team last year. Doesn't mean the guy who was at times the best left tackle in the NFL last season, they, were, they, made at
0: times, the, they won a playoff game. I mean, you know, that if that's real, you're a relevant team, you're in the playoffs, you won a game. You know they obviously got dismantled by the Eagles, but we all kind of knew that the Giants weren't there yet. But if you look, you know, <laughs> they look improved. They look better. I think Evan Neal taking a step forward is going to be huge. And uh, you know, I like to see. <clears throat> excuse me. Obviously, we got you know John Michael Schmitz has you know basically locked up the center position, which is awesome. You know, we were really kind of worried about the depth there yeah. um, in free agency because basically had nobody. And then you know you have Brennison, Glowinski and Azu all seem to be you know competing for those other spots. So. I think they have confidence in, in, the guys they have, um, you know, pert came in, um, looked like swing. a decent backup tackle and Neil swing. went out with the concussion. He'll be the so swing, you have a swing tackle. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's, uh, there was another guy that are using a swing tackle. I forget his name, but, uh, he was looking good too. Um,
1: uh, yeah, I Le- mean, Lemieux is, is, is kind of back from injury as well. He's gotta be, uh, you know, he, he, he had, I don't remember what the injury was off the top of my head, but like, it was a, it wasn't great. Um, but I saw him at camp. He's there. He's he's someone to keep in mind. I feel like a lot of the depth that we have, especially at the interior, uh, both guards, are a bunch of guys that kind of have a little experience already, which is kind of cool. It's not. I mean, Azudu is is the the I guess the freshest face because he was a um, a rookie last year. But like, even he was he was pretty good at run blocking. He, he I was excited.
0: His, I'm excited yeah. to see him back, and I like that you know he's kind of been taking mo- the most first team reps because I was pretty high on him you know, last year before he got hurt, and I thought he could be kind of the future at one of the interior line positions. So mm-hmm. it's nice to see him kind of take the step up. Yeah, I mean, Lemieux is an interesting. I I mean, he he's
1: good depth. I don't think you're going to see him starting on this No, line, but no. I think, I
0: think he makes the team.
1: Yes. I I, I think, uh, you know, the, the inevitable uh, injury situation mm-hmm. that the NFL always deals with every single year, the more depth you have, especially on the line, uh, the better off you're going to be. Yeah. So... Almost everybody there has some sort of play, either starting or actual game playing experience. So, uh, yeah, I mean, if Glowinski is your backup,
0: you know, he's started every game for every season he's played. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just going to be nice. I think, I hope that Daniel Jones gets a little more time in the pocket, gets, you know, a little bit more use out of his arm. Um, and stops putting his body on the line so much, you know, running the ball not that it's not exciting and he's not, you know, very mobile and great at it, but I, I want to see him, you know, take the next step as a passer. I think, and, and I, I think an improved offensive line is
1: uh, critical to that. And, you know, it, not that it's, it's telling of, of what they're actually going to do, but I did find it interesting that uh, of all of the, the 11 on 11 plays, there were quite a few design quarterback runs in there. Not, not like a ridiculous amount, but enough, to be noticeable. It's like, okay, well, this is definitely still going to be part of the game plan, but I think with the new talent, the impetus is going to be towards, let's put the ball down the field a little bit before you, you know, you know, take off and run. Um, but uh, you know, Saquon looked great. Uh, I'm happy it all worked out the way it did with him. I, I we've already talked about it. I mean, it's a, it's a good situation. The one year deal. Great. I mean, he's, he's going to fight for it. Um, in fact, they threw him the ball a bunch in practice too. And yeah. I think they're finally, finally going to try to get him back to, uh, not quite as many catches as he had his rookie year, because that was all checkdowns from Eli and 92 catches or whatever it was. It's not going to be like that. I think they're going to actually put him out like, on roots and like it goes back to that sort of positionless
0: offense sort exactly. of thing we've been seeing yeah exactly. i mean um i'm happy saquon is back i you know the giants are a better team with him there um that being said the whole thing was told i know we, we went over this last time but i'll you know just mention like you basically held out made all this drama all this news all this bs to basically take the exact deal you were being offered from the beginning yeah and with- it was only your fault that you Turned down, you know, whatever the $13 million deal was or whatever they offered you multi-year deal that you didn't want to do, you know, claiming you didn't want to reset the market and then, you know, wouldn't take, you know, what would be, you know, probably the second or third richest running back contract in the league. Um, I mean, even making $11 million, he's, he's, you know, top five paid in the NFL. He was also a second round pick, so he's already been making money. I mean, you know, I'm not going to say that, you know, he doesn't deserve to get, you know, proper pay, but. If you just look at what the market is, it's, that's that's what it's going for right now.
1: Second overall pick, you mean? Yeah, sorry, yeah, second oh,
0: overall yeah. pick. Did I say second round pick?
1: Yeah, which whatever. That, that would be a lot better yep. of a situation. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah I, I just you know he's he's. I think he he finally put his hands up at a certain point, was just like, all right, uh, agent team, can we just we, we screwed this up? We screwed the pooch here. Can I get what I can get and get the hell on the field with my my teammates because. This is a team on the rise in his eyes and a lot of our eyes. And he wanted to, to make sure he was there from the get go and be a part of the game plan and not be this, uh, you know, dragging ass into the, the last week of August being like, hey, uh, you guys mind if I come back and play with you? No, he wants to be a part of the whole process.
0: And I'm happy that we didn't have to listen to an entire um, training camp of when Saquon coming back. Oh, yes. So we can actually, you know, get some, you know, real news and more interesting I- information than having, you know, Dable
1: be asked the same question every single day, five times. Um, speaking of him, uh, I, I've never seen this before. He, he was getting uh, cheers, clapping, chants. It was wild. I've never seen, I mean, even when, when Coughlin was around, you didn't even, you didn't want to chant for him. Yeah, you, you watch him come out, you clap for him, and then that's it for the rest of the day because Coughlin was yelling at everybody the whole time and you didn't want to, you know, that's not, like, exciting. Him just being there, twirling around his his whistle and just, you know, that bald head all burnt up because he doesn't like wearing hats <laughs> for some reason. It's like, uh, the guy's a psychopath. And I was trying to take more pictures of him, but he's on the move constantly. Like, he stands uh, – he was actually – he led a couple of drills here and there, and they were mostly drills that I you wouldn't think you'd lead, like uh, the gunner drill for, for punts. Like, like, all right, cool. And he was, like, not hands-on on anything else. He would just jump into the kind of situations where the kind of lower-level players on the team would be involved, which is kind of cool to see. It's like, all right, he's not this big figurehead up in the – you know, Wizard of Oz castle on this pedestal. That, like, I don't know. He's he's just such a a down to earth seeming kind of coach that I can't imagine how uh, anybody on this team wouldn't rally behind him. And the, you know, the proof is in the pudding already, especially with the playoff win last year. So, yeah,
0: I mean, I don't think you're going to see any
1: uh, any giants fighting each other at training camp this year. No, I I, I mean, I don't see it. That. I I don't think there's been anything. You haven't heard anything. No one's like you know. Taking a, a a fist full of of helmet or you know swinging at someone or trying to punch someone in the helmet. You don't actually. have
0: your star cornerback calling your uh, star
1: quarterback a bitch ass. Or a <laughs> God, I want the Cowboys to suck so bad, more so than usual. Colin, Colin, it's their
0: year. Don't you know to suck more than usual? No, it's every single off season. It's the Cowboys' year. You didn't know that? Oh man, I think Dak is gonna really blow. Uh, I, you know, I, 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 I hate that team with a passion, but they are on paper better than the giants, but that they have a way Mike McCarthy is, does not inspire any confidence in me. He's
1: just, just a big fat baby man.
0: Yeah. I mean, Dan Quinn is, is, uh, you know, their defense is going to be good, but yeah. I think their offense is going to sputter as, as it usually does. Yep. Dak, Pres- yeah. Dak Prescott. Dakota Prescott. I, I think Dakota fanning Prescott.
1: I think he's going to have a very rough start to the season and it might snowball i mean i know i've only seen the one or two clips of him in, in uh in their training camp but like holy crap he's under throwing balls left and right and like the defense is just ripping into him it's hilarious like i mean that's that's something very interesting you would never ever regardless of what you say about the guy you'd never see a defensive back on the giants do that to daniel jones never Hell No, it just wouldn't happen why is that the the culture that that's going on on the Cowboys? That must mean that the defense actually doesn't respect this guy.
0: It's totally possible. I mean, if you're, I don't know. I mean, I had, I, I watched the Cowboys a couple times last year. I don't know if they were really the defense is bailing out the offense more so than the offense was scoring points. But if that's the case, you definitely would get annoyed. You know, I, there's a great meme of like I think um, like Melvin Gordon staring at uh, Russell Wilson. Yeah. Obviously they're on they're on yeah. the same side of the ball, but like that sort of feeling, you know. It was it was like one of these like these eyes. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, what, like, man? What... Yeah. Uh let's see, Colin. I think, uh, you know, we could, uh maybe just touch quickly on the middle linebacker situation because your, sure. your boy, your boy, um, Darian Beavers. Yeah, looks I, I'm, like I'm... he's the he's the starter.
1: I'm I'm very happy that he has uh, come back from that uh, not so great injury uh, very well. However, I did notice, and it was just the one one training camp, but um, Mike McFadden has a role, and it's and he's going to be in there quite a bit because uh, the way similar to what I was saying earlier about how uh, Dable was sprinkling in a lot of different people on the offensive side of the ball uh with the ones same thing on defense. Uh a little less so, but it was still happening. A lot of different packages uh as many uh different kinds of linebacker groupings. Uh, Carter Coughlin was out there a lot more of a seemingly in a in a pass rushing role, which is kind of what he's uh not relegated to, but that's that's what he's best at now. Um but yeah, Beavers was uh You know, he was the guy I called uh, us drafting into the draft that year. and um, Another six-round pick. Yeah, really bummed that he got injured when he did because he's got tons of athleticism. He was known for, you know, finally covering a a, a tight end over the seam, which is what we've been missing. And Bobby O'Carake has that ability too. So if you get two guys that can cover tight ends or whoever else goes in there, that's better than what we've done for the last 15 years. So, Stay yeah. healthy. Uh, you know, he's big. He's fast.
0: Um, you know, they say he might be a, a better cover guy than Okara
1: Yeah. Although yeah.
0: Okara has a, a more elite run-stopping ability. Which mm-hmm. um, I think I think the two of them are going to complement each other well. Um, and I think, you know, if you have McFadden as, you know, that third rotational guy, that's a great piece to have for depth on your defense. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you know, this has been a position where the Giants were historically – always dominant at and then kind of gave that up over the past you know 15 years to a decade whatever you want to say um so you know to have you know what looks to be like finally a really cool you know linebacker group um you know whether you want to say you know Kayvon, Aziz or yeah. and beavers I mean you know the Giants finally you know look like that three four kind of scary sort of front again um I think you know they they probably need to sign. Um, another pass rusher, there's a lot of them out there. Um, wow. you know, you sent us a list the other day. Uh, I, I like Justin Houston a lot. Um, yep. who, who are you saying?
1: Hey, uh, the, the best story, oh, yeah, there JPP, right? JPP, yeah. Bring, yeah. bring, cool. I mean, bring him back. He has he's five and a half sacks from 100 sacks. He's got five and a half fingers. Yep. <laughs> um, I mean, why not give him a, a, a vet, min, a minimum, bring him in and have him in as, as that, like, uh, you know someone's tired get that guy on the field on a third down he'll chase after whoever he needs to like why not it would be a great story i wouldn't, wouldn't... definitely need depth because
0: ellerson smith is gone he never panned out i mean who's really a pass rusher carter coughlin toman fox um that's fine you know, but... jihad jihad ward uh nunez roaches probably projects to be more of a, a guy in the middle yeah but uh you know i mean i think you need someone from the edge
1: yeah, and, and I think uh, what they're probably going to do is they're going to keep tabs on all these other teams' training camps and, and see who's uh, looking like that guy that they can they can steal at the end of a roster and, and kind mm-hmm. of throw in as a, a – I mean, I don't know if they're going to spend any money on someone who used to be a starter like yeah, yeah. big time. Like, JPP would be right because he is definitely – probably this season and then he's retiring, you know? Uh, maybe not. I mean, how old is he now? No idea, man. But I'll find out right I, now. He, he was young coming into the league. Uh, I think he was—I don't know—he was 20 years old. I think when he came out, so he's on the younger side. Anyway. Oh, okay. He's—he's he's 34. Okay, yeah. This is probably it. I'm surprised by that. I thought he would be a little younger. Yeah. 1989. That's wild. I can't believe how long he's been in the league, to be honest.
0: Yeah, you know, once he kind of went to Tampa, you just sort of forgot about him until he blew his hand off, and then we all made fun of him. And then every Fourth of July, you bring him up. Um, (laughs) But other than that, you don't really think about him that
1: much, you know? Yeah, that would be cool. I'd be into that. I mean, who else was on that list, too? There were some interesting names. I I I like like Justin Houston. I've always
0: liked him as a player, and he's still productive, and
1: I think you get him for nothing. Um, Carl Nassib would not be an awful No, that's not a bad
0: one either um i mean i i I could probably find this list right now depending on how much we have texted each other over the over the uh yeah i know Um, but uh, i mean either way like it doesn't matter you know who it is but i think you are right that they could potentially look to get somebody younger uh and not force you know maybe someone
1: older who maybe has one year left or you know, I don't know. Maybe um, someone who's, who's on, on the on the possible upswing, someone they can develop a little bit and maybe turn into like a Dave Tollefson kind of situation where he ends up being like a, a really good role player, like someone who gets sacks, but he doesn't start, you know? Yeah, I mean, Dave Tollefson, it's a good, uh, good throwback there. Ah, uh, number 71, great player.
0: I can't find this list, but whatever. Hmm. Um. Either way. Oh, wait, wait, wait. wait. Jadeveon Clowney, Carlos Dunlap, Trey Flowers, Justin Houston, Melvin Ingram, Jordan Jenkins, Carl Nassib, JPP, Robert Quinn.
1: A lot of guys over the hill on that list. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you can take it pick. It's basically they're all the same guy for the most isn't part.
0: It, isn't it funny how Jadeveon Clowney got picked first overall because of that one uh, highlight from college where he just absolutely destroyed that dude? But yeah. then he never ended up really being that great. He was like,
1: yeah, he good. was. He's huge. He was like a, a you know. A freak of nature and like he was all right in the beginning, but he never really put it together in the long run. I mean, how many teams has he been on now? Four uh, at least, and a lot yeah. of one
0: year deals. And I mean, he was oh, he's better
1: run stopper than he ever was a pass rusher. That's true, is, you he was know, kind more of like predominantly... more, he was kind of like a like a Chris Canty type, sure, sure. You know, Chris Canty, that's a good throwback.
0: Yeah, I, I was a... excited, I like when we signed him.
1: Uh, he's uh he's he's still in the uh the new york area i believe he has a, a radio show or a tv show or so, I, I forget what it is he's he's around he's like uh he's one of those former giants that kind of stuck around for a while so it's good yeah. to see that
0: yeah um i want to ask you
1: one more thing before we're done con is sterling Shepard going to make the team um i think so and it's only because his rapport with with jones is so good I hope so. I hope he beats out Cole Cole Beasley. Um. You know, it's really tough. That is actually going to be the most hard position group to figure out going into the Mm -hmm. regular season. It's going to be impossible. I mean, I think, you know, you have the obvious uh, candidates for being on the hot seat like Darnay Holmes. But, like, offensive-wise, I mean – I, I mean we have
0: Jamison Cratters on this team too. We have I haven't heard anything about him, but he oh. ha, he's been productive in the past
1: too. Um yeah, and and Jeff Smith just got injury waived. So that's uh I, I didn't even see what his injury was. I don't was know. That a, who's
0: that guy? Uh Colin Colin Johnson. Oh yeah, you know? he's, he's,
1: he's six six, big he, dude.
0: He you know, he's got a chance to make the team as well.
1: And he's been doing pretty well. I mean, you got that um uh Ford Wheaton, the uh yeah. Yeah, the, the undrafted free agent from West Virginia, number six, my, my dude. Um, he's been playing well too. I mean, there's like you're throwing all these wide receivers in there. It doesn't matter if they're projected to start or not, and they're performing. So it makes it extremely difficult for the coaching staff, which is a great spot to be in. So
0: yeah, I mean, I'm you know, they're, I I wouldn't be shocked if they carried seven wideouts. Um, oh, I think it's history. it's likely at this point. And I mean, with the with the injuries racking up as they did last year, I think you know you have to you know really stack at that position. And they have a lot of similar guys, which yeah. I think is good. So they won't have to change the playbook to uh, yep. drastically, you know, moving different pieces in and out. So exactly. Um And I, you know what I was reading, you know, if Shep doesn't make the team, it's just like, they'll probably hire him on the staff. Like immediately.
1: Ah, uh, I, I don't think he's, I think he'll play. I think this is his last season playing. Probably. And then, yeah. I'm, I'm sure he's got a wide receiver coaching job just sitting there waiting for him as soon as he wants it. very likable
0: man. Longest yeah. tenure giant, as as we've said a million times. When was he drafted? Worth mentioning uh, again. 2015 or 16? Oh, boy. He's, I know. I'll, I remember he was a second-round pick, but let me see. He's 30 years
1: old. Oh, he's only 30, huh? huh. Uh,
0: 2016 was his rookie year.
1: Okay, yeah. 40th overall pick. Good. I, I, you know, I, he's one of those. He's like the prototypical once a giant, always a giant kind of guy. And he, I, I mean, he's not going to play for another team. He's just not. I doubt it. Um. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, anything else tonight, Colin?
1: Uh. Yeah. We got the uh. Got the game against the uh, Lions on Friday. That'll be good to watch. See if we get any sort of an idea of of where we're going with this uh with this team, and and see you know nobody get hurt.
0: Yeah, that's that's really what it is. I think you know. Staying healthy has always been a problem for the Giants. This, I think they were the second most injured team in the league last year. Yeah. Hopefully uh, we'll see some better conditioning this year. I don't well, know. Well, and let's hope that new field is going to pay dividends. That too. too. That too. Which, you know, uh, we were on on the field and it was nice and squishy. I yeah. didn't tear my ACL when I was out there. Close. Close. Uh, no, I don't think anybody did. Uh, no. There was probably a thousand people on the field who we went for the draft, and nobody tore an ACL. So, <laughs> pretty good odds right there. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, thank you guys for listening. You can follow Big Blue United on Facebook X and Instagram. I just hate saying it. I, yeah. li- can, I say tw- can I just keep saying Twitter? Yeah, you can say follow Twitter. BBU Pod Boys of the Z on Twitter X. Ah, whatever. Um, <laughs> thanks for listening, guys. And, um, you know, we'll be back uh, every week moving forward till the uh, end of the season. So. Stay around. Stay tuned. Gonna be here spitballing
1: all year long. Season four, baby. Boom! Good night. Goodbye.